it's Christine Hall, and you're listening to Ryan and Dave on the Rock Vegas Podcast. Hey, it's Ryan. And it's Dave. If you guys like the skits on the Rock Vegas Podcast, check out the Rock Vegas Puppet Show on YouTube. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Rock Vegas Puppet Show. And also on Twitter at Rock Vegas Puppet. Yeah, new episodes come every Sunday. Make sure you subscribe. Where can you find everything you want to buy? Amazon. What about two-day shipping no matter where I live? Amazon. What about groceries? Yes, Amazon has it. Go to D2RPN.com and click the Amazon banner. Fucking love it. Well, yeah, I saw the guy doing cocaine right there, and I got all excited. I felt like I was doing cocaine for a minute. Oh, yeah. You ever seen that one? Sure haven't. It's only really? two of 50. Throw it down. You ever seen it? We're going to oh, start man. off with uh, Cocaine Guy, huh? A little Andy Samberg. From SNL. A little, little, little cocaine. From Snell. Introducing the new Verizon business. Fuck off. Lick a dick. I didn't even turn that down. I just said, fuck it. Verizon's going to get an ad. By the way, by the time you're hearing this, listeners, I will have left Verizon and probably gone to cricket. Cool. Free plug. Verizon's expensive. All right, yeah. here we go. Cocaine guy. Is it musical? Yeah. I don't know why, but today seems like it's going to be a great day. There's something in the air that makes me feel like things are going to go my way. The birds are chirping, tweedly deet. The sun is shining bright. There's a skip in my step, a pep in my pep. And I don't know why. <laughs> hey there, mailman Fred. Any letters for my ex-wife or the kids? No. Fantastic news. <laughs> oh, wonderful day. Makes me feel so happy that my face is numb. My heart is racing along. ba ra pa 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 so many places and people to meet now that I've lost my job. They say, young man, the world's your oyster. Hey, hey, get the f*** off me! <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a second. I don't know why, but today seems like Snoopy birthday. Blah, 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 blah. I should spend more time with my kids. It's carpet day. I've got to seize the day. I've got to move to Spain and roll with the bulls. And my wife and boss and kids and parents will say, we were wrong about you, Dennis. Hey, Dennis. That's my name. Are you really going to roll with the bulls? Why would I do that? Because instead you were going to. Come on, man. That was like three days ago. Or was it? Some of the parents are free. Much of the ocean is still unexplored. How did I get up in this tree? Now I'm over here. Now I'm over there. Now I'm under the snoo. Now I'm back in the tree. Now I'm hanging out backstage with my very best friends, Alan Baldwin and Tom Petty. What? Now. Why would they kiss me? I thought they were my homies. Any problem is solvable. We can't feed the hungry and cure disease. But all of that would be a huge waste of time because we live in the Matrix. <laughs> 
<laughs> what is wrong with him? He's on drugs. Oh. <laughs> that was funny because that's exactly what it's like to be on cocaine. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never done it. My buddy uh, Insurance Geek does it a lot, though. <clears throat> that he does. No. Real talk? You've never tried never, the never, cocaine? Never done the cocaine. Cocaine. Only um, weed? No. you never done weed? No, you said only weed. And I said no to the only question. Oh, uh, weed and a lot of acid. No shrooms? No shrooms. No a lot shrooms. of acid. Acid and, and weed. I, and when I say a lot, I mean a lot. Like, like, like lot, on the acid part. Yeah. And the weed, too, but yeah. a lot of acid. Uh, that was your drug of choice. Um, In terms of illegal drugs. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about drugs in general, then it would be had, have been booze. Well, yeah, substances, yeah. Yeah. Go with, with boozy. But uh, it, honestly, yeah, if I had, if I had my druthers... Um, I would I would choose is it acid. Druthers or druthers? Druthers. I think it's druthers. What did I say? I think it's druthers. Is it? What did I? I said druthers. You said druthers. Did I? Well, uh, what What is the word? Now we I don't know. All right. Let me look it up while you. Uh, but if going. I had my choice and it was legal, and I wouldn't lose my job, I would do acid. Druther. Druther. I would do acid before I would do uh, drinking or or weed. Wow. You like you enjoy it? I did. I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> I've never done acid. No, I can honestly say I've never yeah. done acid. Um, I can. I I still have acid flashbacks from time to time. Really? That's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've told you acid stories, haven't I? I? Yeah, you have. Yeah, I've, I and so. I I know that, but I don't know. For me, yeah. I thought you did shrooms too. No, I never done shrooms. Huh. Uh, peyote. I smoked peyote once. I don't, I don't remember peyote. much. Of, yeah. Yeah. I don't remember much from it, uh, but I, I I smoked a lot of weed. Smoked peyote ones and I did a lot of acid. Like, I believe back in the day, if you did like more than five hits of acid, you were legally, <laughs> clinically insane. I thought you were about to go into the R. Kelly song. What? I believe I can fly. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> when you smoke peyote. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, so I've done way more than my clinically insane yeah. legal limit. Yeah. It's, it's starting to make sense. Doesn't it all make sense when you think about it? <laughs> no, Dave, you are legally insane. No. Yes, I am clinically That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I've not heard that's what they said. Yeah. So five drops of acid and... In your lifetime, not just at once. In your right. lifetime, yeah. And it got to the point where I had to take six or seven just to start tripping again. Wow. Because I, I, I did a lot. You had built up an immunization yeah, to it? Yeah, I, I built up a tolerance for yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah, why, why did I say immunization? Because you got the COVID vaccine, so that's why. <laughs> Could be a good transition. Like, are we going to take it or no? It's up to you. Take the left turn and take the right <laughs> are turn. We, are we taking the COVID transition? Fuck it. I would rather not. <laughs> well, at some point, i got to tell the story. At some story. point, you do have to talk shit about the fucking COVID, um, but uh, it's up to you. Well, we got the tube up. You want to see some fucking shows that I've been watching? Well, I think that was a perfect... It was. You fucked it up because you've talked about it too much. No, I've asked. You should have just said, go for it. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um, so you're dropping acid, and what happened? <laughs> are you done talking about drugs? Yes, uh, drugs are bad. Don't do them. Okay. Just stay in school. Or we're going to get to... Stay in virtual school, kids. We're going to go back to the tube. I'll attempt to transition it back to that. Uh, so, 
As you know, Dave, mm-hmm. I uh, film for the Ice Hogs. You do? Yes. And I'm pretty sure I've talked about this in a previous episode. The whole um, walk into the arena, you got to get tested yeah. bullshit. So I've been thinking, you know, for the first handful of games that I filmed, like, these fucking rapid tests are such bullshit, you know. But I bet you one of these times I'm going to get a positive. So I, I real time... Walked in last Wednesday mm-hmm. and got the test. Now, they're supposed to take 15 minutes to get a result. Six minutes into my test, this lady walks up to me, which means it had to have only been in the machine maybe four to five minutes. Right. Because I had only been there for six. And she walks up to me and she's like, Ryan, come over here. So she takes me out like real quiet, like it's a big, like, I, like I'm being told I have HIV or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, "So you tested positive," and and then all of a sudden, like, like uh, all these like um, uh, arena like staff members, like security and all, like come over and they're like, like taking me into like. Uh, like a whole separate like area away from everybody as yeah. though I'm fucking like so contagious. Like I have, like if I breathe, they but, would all die. But the weird thing is when she came up and she's telling me that I'm positive, Dave, keep in mind, they're under the impression that I'm COVID positive mm-hmm. at this very moment. She is standing less than 12 inches from my face telling me this. And like, no joke. She is, where my hand is, for the listeners, that's maybe eight inches. Not even. From my face. It's like six. Saying, because he's whispering to me. Now yeah. get, I have a mask. She has a mask. But she's that close. If I'm so fucking deadly mm-hmm. that we have to remove me from this fucking arena or, or all this, why are you standing so fucking close to me? Yeah. Why are we getting static in the... You hear that? I did. It's driving me nuts. It's gone. No? It's still there. Trying to figure out what, which one it is. How's that? I think it's gone. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. You can hear me good. Yeah. All right. Um. So back to what was I saying? You uh, were quarantined. Yeah. So she's super fucking close to me, and the security and they're like, uh, "We have to report this to the health department." Yada yada yada. All this shit, and uh, you need to go uh, go get another like an actual test now. And, uh, cause it's just the rapid one. And, and if you come up, uh, negative with that, you can come back, you know, to the next game. And they're telling me where to go. And then they, it's like, like I'm being removed from the arena as though I had just, you know, gotten a fist fight because I'm drunk in the front row. Right. That's how I'm not, not physically like throw me out, but that's how it, it feels. It's like, you know, the, it's an interesting stigma. You're being asked to leave now. Yeah. From a separate door. Like, they took me to a separate door, which exits the complete opposite direction from where my car is parked. And there's, so you're like, you come in one door and go up the stairs into, like, where the ISOG store is at. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you've been there since Mm -hmm. they've got that. but And they had me removed on the, what would be the second level. So I have two choices. I can cross that bridge over the road into the parking garage and then down. And then back over to my car, or I can continue on and eventually go down the stairs back to the main street and then back. Like, they're removing me the opposite direction, okay? 
Um, and they're like, you must report this to your other job as well. And I'm thinking, fuck off. I'm not reporting this to my other job. Right. But then I started thinking after I left, they hand me this sheet. And I'm reading the sheet. And it does say or they're going to re- tell the uh, – I should actually read the sheet, but I don't have it up. It says they're, they report it to the health department and yada, yada. So then I started thinking, like, what if, like – like the health department, like issues, like a, you know, like I don't know how, because obviously my social's tied to this test. Mm-hmm. Do like I don't know. Do they uh, put something out to like your employers or like, you know what I mean? I don't know how this works exactly. Yeah. Um, but I thought, what's what if I'm like show up to work because I feel fine. And I'm working, and then they get the fucking notice from the health department that you have an employee that's tested positive, and they're like, oh, well, he's probably out on COVID. And they look up, and I'm clocked in working. You know what I mean? Because yeah. every day we have to say that we haven't had a positive test. We're not, we've not been exposed to all this shit every single day when we walk in there. And I thought, I better fucking tell them just in case. Now, I don't believe this bullshit, but just in case. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I call and say that I had received a, or I called in a COVID positive, which I was then transferred to Detroit, somewhere in Detroit, okay? Some, like, um, company that works with, I don't, I don't 100% know. I was transferred to somebody in Detroit, because it was a Detroit number that, like, when I got on, like, uh, if we get disconnected... What's the best number we can reach you? And then they gave me a number to call back or something like this. And it was a, it's like a Michigan number. And so I'm explaining this whole thing to her. I take the, took this rapid test, yada, yada, yada. And, and no, I even had a, I have a text message. I won't say who from, but I have a text message from someone within the ISOGS organization that says they've been receiving a lot of false positives lately, like players and other Mm -hmm. staff members. So they're, you know, coming up false. They're sending them, going get an actual test, find out it's negative. Lots of issues with these rapid tests, right? Right. Um, and I'm telling this lady who's in Michigan, and she goes, I've never heard of a false positive. <laughs> and I was like, you've never heard of a false positive? Like, that's all I've ever heard of with these rapid tests right, is right. that they produce false. Oh, no, I've only heard of false negatives. Oh, so you must be full blown narrative like person right. here. Like you're a Biden, one hundred ten percent Biden supporter. They're right only there. false negatives. There's no such thing as a false positive. COVID bad. I mean, you know, COVID real <laughs> is more more like it. Yeah. Like this person was. Well, anyways, what this lady was supposed to do is sent me out for a COVID test. Because usually if you're exposed or something like that, they want to get you. Well, she's like, I I can't authorize you to take another test because you've already had one that came up positive. She's like, you need to call your local facilities, like your particular facilities right. uh, medical department, and they'll figure out what they're going to do with you. Because they've never heard anything of what I just told them. <laughs> False positive. It's unheard of. It's bullshit. I was like, okay. So then I call my particular employer's medical department because we have like a hospital area 
and uh, <clears throat> explained it all to them. And they're like, well, you need to like you need to talk to your like primary care physician, and and they have to write you a note to get you back in here. Like, there's nothing we can do at this point. We just need a note from your doctor saying you're either going to be out or that you're going to come back. But we need to need them to check with you, check you over, and then make a decision. You know all that. And I was like, well, I don't have a primary care physician. I'm like, well, you we have like so. Where I work, we have a specific facility we go to that's just for us because there's right. so many employees. Right. Uh, so they give me the number there. So I got to call there. So then I call there. How to run down this fucking story again. <laughs> you know, how, all well, this. So then they're going to set up a, I need to talk to a doctor. And I'm thinking, oh, I got to go in there. Oh, no. So it's all going to be over Zoom. Yeah, teledoc. Or Google Duo is what it's called. It's like a video chat thing. Mm-hmm. And do I know how to use this? And I was like, I've never used it, but I'm sure I can figure it out. So I had to set that up. And then the doctor's going to call me at a certain time. So do that. Doctor calls me, and he's like, well, you've tested positive, so uh, we'll just uh, we'll have you quarantine for uh, 10 or whatever days, and then we'll do another uh, like Zoom thing here, and then uh, we'll get you back to work after that. And I was like, yeah, but see, here's the thing. It's bullshit. It's it's a false positive. I'm sure of it. Like, I'd like to take another test. Oh, well, if you want to take another test, that's fine. <laughs> you can take another test. And I was like, well, yeah, because like, it's I don't have COVID. Like, I have no symptoms. There's nothing. There's no reason. Like, they were just going to go with the fucking rapid test results. I had to ask to take another test. Okay? So he sets up the thing. He's like... So I explain, like, well, they've said that they've had all these false positives and all this bullshit, okay? And so he he's like, he was going to go with the quarantine. Then I asked and explained all this. He's like, well, I he had heard of false positives on the rapid test. He says, yeah, they're not 100% accurate and all this all the time. So we can, we can set you up to take an actual, like, jam up your nose test. And find out for sure. He's like, and if you're positive, then you'll quarantine from the original test date. You won't have to start at the new test date, you could, which would be the next day. Mm-hmm. But So you can start from that date and go your 10 days, and then we'll see symptom-wise, whatever. And if you're negative, then if you still don't have any symptoms, then we can probably get you back into work. Right. Okay, so they set that up. And then I have to go later that day to go take this test and i'm thinking all right so everybody says how fucking shitty this test is like jam up your nose and it's like tickle your brain you've heard all this right oh yeah have you had this test three times okay i can't remember if you've ever said your thoughts on the test so we'll get that in a minute here Mm -hmm. your analysis so i go and i arrive at this place this little facility to take my test you gotta call when you're there and then, and they're like, uh, all right, we'll meet you at door B in two minutes. Now, door B has no, like, window on it or nothing. It's like a fucking, looks like a warehouse door, kind of, like, right, right. just steel door, no handle on the outside. Like, they'll open it, and you'll come in, and then they'll slam it shut. Like, we're at zombie apocalypse, and you, you got four seconds to run in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's weird. Um, so... 
I do this. I go wait by the door. I'm waiting there, waiting. It's more than two minutes. Finally, the door opens. You know, I run in so the zombies don't get in with me. Good, good. And uh, from the second I entered the building, we walked down the hall into a room. I sat down. Starts undoing the little thing to jam up my nose. You know, it's in like a wrapper. Yeah. Undoes the wrapper, and she's like, all right, uh, here's the part that everybody's told you is so horrible, but it's not really that bad. And I was like, oh, I'm sure you say that to everybody. And she's like, oh, it's really not that bad. And as she is walking up to, like, uh, put it in my nose, like, as she's getting ready, she's like, um, you'll just tilt your head back and don't grab my arms. And I said, well, how about I sit on my hands? Because I thought, yeah, this I'm expecting this fucking thing to, like, it's going to tickle my brain. That's what all these idiots have said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I sit on my hands, and I tilt my head back, and I go to blink. I feel a thing in my nose, and half a second later, she's like, all right, you're done. And I'm like, well, are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you're done. And I was like... Okay. I was like, so now what? You can leave. I was like, okay. So I got up, walked out the door, down the hall, out the the zombie door, and I was in the building for tops a minute and 45 seconds. And I barely knew that she had shoved this in my nose. I literally sat down, put my hands under my fucking thighs, and did this and went to blink as she's like going up there and it was done. It didn't tickle my brain. It wasn't jammed up my fucking nose. Like I don't know where these people are coming. Either that or I had the most gentle, fast, um, what would you call this, uh, facilitator of this test. And other people have, uh, vile, deviant demons that are fucking, uh, fucking the shit out of their nose with their giant, demon cocks or something because this was it was i I, there's no comparison to how these people have set it up for me as though it's some miserable fucking experience i envision the anal swabs to be more painful than what i experienced how were your experiences and then i'll continue the story so when i got one like three months into the fucking pandemic craziness right That was when the original tests came out, which were the tickle your brain kind. I did a drive-through CVS situation where I had to do it myself in the drive-through lane. So she, the lady, handed me my shit through the little drive-through bank teller window. I pulled it out. I opened it up. I pulled out. She's like, "You see that red line?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's how far up you have to go." And it was about two inches. Mm. And I'm like, "Jesus Christ!" She's like, "Yeah, just keep going, and I'll tell you when to stop." So I literally had to jam it as far up my nose, tickle my di- my brain. And hold it there and then pull it out. Okay. That fucking sucked to do it yourself. And yeah. I had to keep going. Like, oh, I, yeah. I couldn't push any further in. And she's like, you still got to keep going. I'm like, what the fuck? It doesn't go anywhere, you know? So I kept going. Um, that was the first one. That sucked. I don't think I could have done that. The second one was at uh, Physicians Meet Care. Mm-hmm. And it was the second version of it. So it wasn't quite as bad as the first one, but still not as good as yours and not as good as my third one. The second one, um, the doctor did it in my car, standing outside my driver's side window. Um, 
I, they gave it to me. They, they basically said, "All right, tilt your head back, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go in." It doesn't go all the way up like the other ones, so they went halfway in as far, and swiped it around, pulled it out, went to the other nostril, did the same thing. They left, and then like I don't know, maybe fifteen twenty minutes later, he came out. Oh, you're good. Here you go. Here's paperwork. Have a good day. Do I have it? No, you're fine. My heart goes. So wait, they jammed it or swirled it? They jammed it and then swirled it. He did both. So that sounds close to a rapid test. Yeah. The rapid test is just a swirl on the lower nostril. Right. There's no jamming, though. Yeah, no, they jammed it in and swirled it and then pulled it out. Okay, but so, both nostrils? Both nostrils. Now, your first time when you did it, it was just one nostril. Just one nostril, yeah. And then you had... Okay. The second time was both nostrils. The third time was basically like a rapid test. It was in, swirl around on my left, pull it out, swirl it on my right, and gone. I was in there for about a minute and ten seconds. It was very quick yeah. and very fast. But it was both nostrils. So the worst was your first time, first time when you had to do it. Yeah, um, because it was the first test that was yeah. the you had to go up 75 inches into your nose. Yeah. So um, I literally think tops this lady, like I don't, she, there's no way she went up two inches, mm-hmm. which is probably also why it was not so painful. So maybe this whole tickle the brain thing started with like what you had to go yep. through on the first one. Yeah. By the time I got to it. They realize that's unnecessary. We'll go up, I would say, maybe that far into the nose. Because, like, the rapid test is maybe, like, a half inch. Because yeah. it's it's in the bottom part of your swirling right Most there. Most of your nostrils, yeah. But it was, like, I would say to this, like, bump in my nose bridge. top. Yeah. Tops as far as, but, I mean, maybe it, it went, like, I would say no higher than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, in feeling where I felt the thing. So, like, up by where your sinuses maybe are. Because they're, they're, like... Right underneath your eyes, right? Right, right? Or something. And uh, aren't they? Yeah. Sinuses yeah. are right beneath your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they went to where, like, the sinuses droop down into the fucking thing or into your nostrils or whatever. That's as far as she went. So it was, that's not bad at all. No. So I guess compared to how they were originally doing it. Yeah. So maybe I can't make the comparison with no, the whole tickle the brain thing because it, it was not bad at all. It was yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. literally it was like done. Yeah, like I blinked and she was done because she's coming at my face. So naturally you're like, you know, so I'm going like this. You just did it and I'm eight feet away from you. Not eight feet, but like three feet away. You know, it's you see so you blink and she was like in and out. Like mm-hmm. it was it was the best. Second and a half of my life. <laughs> uh, no happy ending, though? No, it was happy ending because... because well, uh, you, got, you got a negative. Not to jump way to the end of the story, but yeah, I got a negative. So Spoiler. I, so I leave. And so I spent... Okay, so from the time I... I got up my normal time that day, the day after my rapid test positive, when I called mm-hmm. to call in COVID, I was on the phone from like 5 in the morning... Till basically an hour before I had to go get my test, which was like, I think my test was scheduled for like 11. Jesus. So from like 5 to 10, I was on the phone between uh, my call-in line being transferred to Detroit um, to uh, talking to the medical inside my plant to the doctor to then... um, I had to talk to the labor department in my employer called the, you know, I talked to, I talked to like fucking 18 people. Mm. Should have seen like the notes that I have, dude, of like, 
So I have numbers and all this shit, like all these names and what I'm supposed to do and all this dumb shit. So I'm on the phone all fucking morning, which had I actually had symptoms of COVID would have been miserable. It was miserable because I had to talk to many people. But if I was actually sick, that would have actually made it worse, I think. You know what I mean? So it's unnecessary. It really is. Anyways, go take the test. I leave. Feel fine. So I went to the store <laughs> because I'm not positive. There's no fucking way. I, and, and and I'm not going to you know play your fucking stupid game. Okay. I wouldn't have told this part of the story if it came back positive. I would have never admitted to have gone to the store. Well, I went to the store because I was like, well, I'm, I'm home for the next three days. Guaranteed. Like, like there's no getting around it because the results were not going to come back until what they said was Sunday, which means... If I'm negative, I'd still have to get reinstated on Monday, which means I can't work until Tuesday. So I'm off Friday, or Thursday, Friday, and Monday. So I'm like, well, I'm going to do projects. i got projects I can do. So i got to go to the store and get some shit from, you know, Menards and Home Depot and all this. So that's what I did. You could at this point say I was bad in terms, because they tell you, you know, you got to quarantine and all because you're considered a COVID-positive case, mm-hmm. right? I went to the store, got all this shit, and you know, went home and started these projects. I didn't hear. Oh, I did get a. I didn't get, get a, hear anything else the rest of that day. The next day at like ten, I get a call from my union steward saying, uh, "Yeah, so you called in COVID yesterday. Uh, you got to call in every day with uh, like to your absent line and tell them COVID." And I was like, "Oh." Well, when I talked to whoever the day before, like they didn't, like they said that I would be off, you know, until I got the result. And right. at that point, we would, um, I assumed you had me blocked off for these days, you know, because that's what everybody's been told based on my test results coming back and all this. So, oh, no, no, you got to call in every day. So, okay. So I had to call in then, you know, like I started at six in the morning. Right. I had called at like 10 30, 11. <laughs> Uh, then that's all I heard that day. I didn't hear anything else. Uh, obviously nothing on Saturday. Sunday, oh, Saturday I got a thing in the mail saying I can, like, it's kind of like a summary of my virtual doctor visit. Right. And I, uh, I was reading it on the last page. It says you can go to this website and type in this one-time code and you can get your results or, like, see your results or and all whatever. So I thought, on Sunday, when they say the results are supposed to come back, I'll log in. So Sunday I did that. I went and logged in, set up my little account, and it said COVID results. It said the date was uh, that they had come in Saturday night at 10.24 p.m. Oh, nice. Which is an interesting time. Like, you're just running these tests 24 hours a day, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's a weird time for them to come in, right? Yeah, yeah. So I clicked on him, and it said uh, SARS coat, you know, the whole big fucking thing that yeah. they have. And right next to it, it said result not detected. And then had this big, long description of all this other stupid shit. And I was like, oh, so, so I don't have it. Right. So vindicated. Yes. I was like, well, it's, I guess it's time to go back to the store. <laughs> I, guess, I literally went to the store every single day. When I was supposed to be quarantining. Nice. So I would have been a super spreader. 
Yeah, you would have. So in a way, you can take this. Like, here's the thing: if I actually thought I was sick or had something, I wouldn't have done that. But I knew it was bullshit, so that's partly why. But I also was like, you know, I don't believe this nonsense. I don't believe in COVID. I believe in cold vid, yeah. and I don't have a cold right now, so I don't have cold vid. Right. Um. So I was vindicated at that point, and. Uh, so then the Monday morning, I had a 7 a.m. like little video meeting. Went on with the doctor. Did you get your results? He didn't even see the fucking results. Nice. I was like, oh, yeah, it said not detected. He's like, okay, well, you have any symptoms? I was like, no, I never did. Never had any symptoms. He's like, ah, well, I guess we could get you back to work then. You think? <laughs> well, I'm only getting paid through today, so that would be good because, like, if it's any longer, then I have to go on, like, like it's not like I go on unemployment. I, I have to go on, like, this. I don't even know what it is, but it's, like. It's FEMLA cold bid leave. No, it's not even FMLA. You guys, oh, see, it's, all it's got some other letter thing, but it's something else, and it's only, like, 30% of your pay. Oof, and I was right. like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm not doing the fucking. If I would have had to, if I was positive and I had to do the full quarantine. I would have basically had four days of whatever that thing was before I could return. It probably would have been five days. It would have been the remainder of that week, reinstated the following Monday. Come back to work on Tuesday. And then, so it would have been five days of with 30% of my pay, basically. Jesus. Three days with full pay. So, because they pay you for the three full days. As long as you go to their facility or, like, who they tell you, you can go through for the test. And that's what I did. And, and you know, it's the only reason I got paid for those three days. If I if I would have only went off of the rapid test, my employer would not have paid me for those first three days. I would have instantly went on to this other thirty percent pay thing. Mm-hmm. But because I was, I demanded the fucking test because I had to like prove myself. Right. It was weird. I I I'd said this long long time ago. I will never get a fucking test. I'll never take the vaccine. I'll never do any of this shit. Well, I had to prove myself. So in a way, they basically forced me to take this fucking test. I feel like this is going to be the same thing with the vaccine. Something's going to happen where it's like, well, if you don't get the vaccine, then uh, you'll never get another blowjob. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to force me into having to do this shit. I will never willingly do this, though. And I, I might never do the vaccine. As a test is a little different, but... Yeah, I... Yeah. Same concept, though. It's right. like, I wouldn't have taken this test, but once I found out I was only going to get paid for the three days, and only if I took this test, which I knew was going to come back negative, so then I was like, all right, well, it's either that, full pay, or, uh, you know, it's, it's like one of these, like, well, I would like the money. So I was like, fuck it, I'll just do it. Exactly. And I don't want this to be that same situation with the va- with the actual vaccine because I think I'll be a little bit more hard up on the vaccine than yeah. than the test. But I was like, you know, I don't know. I guess how bad do you, how bad did I want the money? It really is what right. it boils down to. There's some people that would say, yeah, I wouldn't have done the test no matter what. It's like, well, I commend you, people. Uh, you must have more money than me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so hey, everybody, uh, DetroitPN.com. Click the Amazon banner and buy some shit. 
Give us some money. <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I can have, can have more money so I don't have to do stupid shit like, yeah. so I don't have to do things I regret for money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so where was I in the story? Oh yeah. So I talked to the doctor. Well, yeah, I guess we can get you back to work. And I have to sit on the phone while he's doing this. Can you hear that? Barely, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's typing a fucking letter. He's while I'm on the phone, I'm holding my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm, we're not saying a goddamn word to each other. He's just typing. He's typing a release to the ISOs. He's typing a release back to my real job. He's typing stuff into my file and all that. Now I get to see all this stuff in the file after mm-hmm. he's done it. It's really weird to me, Dave, that they're like, uh, it's, it's like I, I don't know word for it, but it's like, patient was content. Uh, did not seem, um, annoyed. Mm -hmm. Like, all these things, like, part of me sitting there is so they can analyze my temperament. Really? It's so weird. It's like, it's almost like they're trying to test your patience so you can be like, so yeah, you're gonna fucking, like, let me get off the phone now? And he would note that, like, Mm -hmm. patient seemed irritated that he had to sit and wait while I, you know, it's like... This is a fucking test. This is goddamn is, is like psychological warfare you're playing here. Mm-hmm. Why are you notating this shit? Why does it matter? You know, it shouldn't matter if you were pissed it's, off. Or dude, it's weird, but like, I, I can show you the paperwork after, like, yeah. we get off the air here. It's all notated how how my temperament was. Um, you know, that I seemed in good spirits while talking. Like, it's weird, dude. Weird. And so then I told my wife, and she. What she does for a living, she'll see like medical records and stuff. And she says, Oh, yeah, they put everything in there. So if you ever go into your doctor's office and you're in a shitty mood, they notate it. And all that stuff will be used to diagnose you in the future. You could be having a shitty day. It doesn't matter. It's in your file now. So if you've ever gone in and called your doctor an asshole to them or your, your nurse, it's all notated. So they'll know how to handle you in the future. Weird. So when, and just give everybody a little advice here. Don't be a douche at your doctor's office because yeah. all getting notated and could be used against you at some point in a court of law. <laughs> not, maybe, maybe not though. But no, how they're going to handle you in the future if if they have a history of you being in the doctor's office irritated, there's higher likelihood they're going to treat you like a hostile patient now. Mm-hmm. Even if every time you're just in a shitty mood, they don't know that. Keep in mind, like, if you saw one person once a year for 10 years, and right. every time you saw that person, you just happened to be in the shittiest mood, that person would perceive you as an asshole. Right. Even yeah. though the other 350 fucking days of the year, how many days are in a year? 365. 364 days of the year, <laughs> you're cool. Right. You have one shitty day, and you just happen to see that same person on that... That's how it is. Mm-hmm. So they have a different perception of you now. Yeah. It's weird. And I didn't know they did all this shit, but apparently it's very common that they do this stuff. Hmm. Most people, I, I think if most people got to read their medical records, they would be shocked at the stuff that's notated. Well, I get to see it because of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Anyways. Um, so then I go, I got to go to the doctor's office now and pick up this form. And, uh, or these, these documents that I can turn into all these places and all this, I have to go get reinstated at my job. So then I had to take all my shit back to my employer, go through, 
human resources to the medical area. Second time in that medical area. Um, once to get a physical when I went to material department, and now. Wow. That's pretty good. In like nine years. That's not bad. Never once for an actual medical reason other than like got hurt at work or. Right, right. You know, there's some people that go up there because they're fucking asshole itches. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, itchy butthole I think is pretty common. <laughs> as a, That's a, that's a plant-wide thing yeah. there, yeah. It's weird. The first time I went there for the, my physical for, uh, went to material, they like put my name in the system and it's just a blank screen. Like, oh, you've never been in here and you've, you've worked here for six years. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I didn't even know where this place was. I've always even, heard yeah, about it. I knew you were here. I just never needed you before. Yeah. It's like, I've, I've heard about medical is what we call it. I had no idea where you guys were though. So like if I never needed something, I wouldn't know where to go until now. I know where to go now. Mm-hmm. She was surprised because most people, you type in their shit, and it's a fucking list because right. it's everything they've done. You were here 97 times yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of people, dude. And yeah. People abuse it because they can get off the oh, yeah. line and yeah. waste time and yeah. I have a headache. I need some uh, Advil, you know, whatever. Yeah. Literally, itchy butthole. Uh, so, anyways, they copy these papers, send me back. Oh, I, by the way, I had to get a, a hall pass. It's like I was in fucking school. I had to get a hall pass from HR to walk down the hall and make one turn into the medical area. I had to have this pass. They signed the pass and then send me back to HR after they made copies of everything. Jesus. I have to go back to HR, hand them the pass, at which point they say, all right, we'll get your badge uh, so that you can, you know, and you'll start back at work tomorrow morning uh, on your shift, okay? All right, wonderful. Off I go. I'm like, all right, freedom for the rest of the day. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. Obviously, I'm negative. I'm in good spirits. Everything's hunky-dory. Go home. You know, do I? I probably went to the store, <laughs> you know, just to hammer it home one more time. Actually, I think I had to return something. And, uh, you know, whatever. Get up the next day. Go through the fucking, you got to do all this, walk through the trailer and get your temperature and all this bullshit. Do all that. Go up to the gate, scan my badge. Nothing. <laughs> like, okay. They didn't activate you. Um, so I got to, do they got this little box you dial. It dials to security. And uh, security, you know, and you're like, give me your fucking employee ID and whatever. And they're like, uh, you hear yeah, your your badge is revoked. I'm like, what do you mean my badge is revoked? Your badge is revoked. You're going to have to talk to HR. I was like, okay, but I talked to HR yesterday. They said it would be good for today. Um, so should be good. It's like, nope, it's revoked. Talk to HR. It's like, <laughs> okay, but it's 545. HR doesn't show them until 7. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. Talk to HR. <laughs> Click. And I'm like, Okay. <laughs> So, I'm standing at the gate. I have to go over along the outside of the fence and up all the way to the fence to the front office building. That's probably two blocks. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, I walk over there. Lights are all off in the fucking main building. Yeah, of course. Walk up. I I try the door. Of course, the door's unlocked into, like, the little lobby area. So I go in there, I'm thinking, well, maybe there's like a paper or something. So there's all this, all this shit, dude. There's like fucking papers everywhere on the walls and 
uh, you know, wash your hands, you know, all this shit. And I'm thinking maybe there's something that says, hey, if your badge doesn't work, call this number and someone will help you with that or something. And I'm looking, there's nothing. I'm like, okay. So I call my union service. I'm thinking, all right, we're, we're getting close to the point where if I don't yeah. clock in at six, now I'm getting either a tardy or, you know, you know, points and all this. Right, I don't right. need this bullshit. So uh, I call my union steward. I'm like, all right, fucking answer. No answer. I'll leave a voicemail. Yeah, I'm sitting here. They told me it's revoked. Should have been reinstated uh, yesterday. Told me to go to HR. I'm in HR. There's nobody here. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I wait. And I wait. And I wait. No callback. I'm like, okay. Well, maybe this fucking guy just didn't decide to come to work today or something. I don't know. Maybe, obviously, it's it's like, you know, we're getting real close to six now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I, I don't know. Obviously, HR doesn't open until seven. Am I supposed to wait until seven? Or am I supposed to go home and come back tomorrow? Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Right. So finally, I said, fuck it. I walk back along the fence line over to my car and I sit down in my car. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to give him 20 minutes. I'll give him 620. And, and I guess I'll just leave. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. So about, hear the bells, 6.05, 6.07, I'm like, I'm going to call the committee man. And if he doesn't answer, I'll call the hall, the union hall. I'm going to get a fucking answer because I don't want to just leave. Right, right. And then find out, like, you shouldn't have left because now, you know what I mean, like, I'm like, I'm going to exhaust every option before I get to that, like, 6.30, I'll probably leave. You know what I mean? I kind of gave myself an extra 10 minute. So I called the committee man, no answer. Didn't expect there to be one. And I was like, all right, I got to find the the hall number. So I'm trying to look that up. My phone starts ringing. It's the union steward. All right. Uh, yeah, so what's the problem? I'm like, yeah. So I explained it all again. It's in my voicemail. Obviously heard it, or he wouldn't have called me back. Right. And he's like, "Yeah, just just go stand up by the H. Someone will be there." It's like, okay, so I'm just supposed to go up there and wait until whenever. You, yeah, somebody will be there eventually. And he's like, "Don't worry about. It. They'll adjust your time." Okay, well, I guess we're gonna adjust my time. I'm gonna go fuck how long it takes then. Right. I'll sit up there until fucking nine o'clock if I have to. It's like, yeah, just go up there and wait. Somebody will be there. They'll adjust it all. You'll be good to go. Okay. So I get out of my car and I walk back all the way over. And now we're talking, because where I park, it's probably three blocks now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like a block to the gate. And then two blocks to the building. Two blocks to the building. So I go back over there. And just as I'm walking up the fucking ramp to go in, the lights turn on. I'm like, oh. So I would have waited all this time up there. There's no chair to sit on or nothing. You know, I'm fucking union. So I'm lazy. That's what we get described as, right? So I go in. Or, you know, she, the lady buzzes me in. I go in. Uh, yeah, my badge doesn't work. Supposed to get uh, reinstated yesterday. You guys said you would do this. Yet They literally told me the day before, oh, yeah, you start at 6 a.m. You got plenty of time for corporate to get this, uh, get this done. I'm thinking, oh, you guys must have, like, you know, must be a process, okay? You know, plenty of time for them to get it done. Obviously, they didn't do it. But we must be, like, so involved that, you know, it takes 12 hours to fucking do this, which they had more than 12 hours, but it just didn't get done in time. Okay. And so she asked me my employee number. She literally 
Okay, you should be good to go. L- literally, Dave, it was ten seconds. Yeah. And I was thinking, y- you couldn't have done this yesterday. Yeah, no shit. Like the only thing I can think is they didn't want to do it at that very moment the day before, because they thought maybe I would go into the plant and walk around and, like, I don't know anybody, Dave, that would say, I'm getting get paid for today. But I'm still going to go in, even though I don't have to work. Nobody would fucking do that. Everybody's going to try to get the fuck out of there as fast as they can. Right. So you can activate the badge, and nobody would fucking go in and do anything with it. They would leave because they don't want to be there. Nobody wants to fucking be there. Right. Ten seconds. It's, I think it's like part of their protocol that they don't tell everybody that, but that you have to, everybody I've talked to now has had to go do the exact same thing. They say they're going to do it. Then the next day it doesn't work. They have to go there and they have to, and then you can go in. It's so stupid. It is the stupidest fucking process in the world. So anyways, I had to go back through the fucking trailer and get my temperature again. And (laughs) so I, I, I walked up, they have a security guard standing outside and I was like, do I have to go through the thing again? She's like, well, if you left the gate, or if you've, you've gone through the gate, then you have to go through it again. I was like, if I never made it into the gate, but I've already been through your thing. Well, eh. you've left the area, so you have to go back there again. I was like, I guess it doesn't really matter. They're in just my time anyways. So I go, I go through. And uh, anyways, finally got in, and then I was rewarded with... Basically not having to do shit all day Tuesday and all day Wednesday. I was nice. offline. I didn't have to do anything, really. I I helped out on Wednesday. Tuesday, I helped out. Not really doing anything. Kind of standing around, right. talking. And uh, what a waste of money. <laughs> People wonder why cars cost so much. That's that. why cars cost so much. So they pay fucking people to stand around and do nothing. Anyways, I was extra because I was late. Getting in there on Tuesday, and then Wednesday, the uh, supervisor I have was late. So the guy that was filling in temporarily put me on a team. The guy that I was supposed to fill in for showed up, so then I was extra. So it worked out. And then uh, Thursday got fucked real hard on a shitty team. Nice. And uh, so it all came around and punished me. Yeah, they got you back. Um, Yeah, they got me back, but then... uh, I went in there today, and I was like, don't be mean to me today. <laughs> and he's like, no, you're good. You're going to go over there. I was like, all right, cool. Uh, so, and, and that was my week in a nutshell. But I'm negative, and it was a false positive. Right. And this whole COVID thing is bullshit. Well, I've never heard of a false positive before. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. But it is weird. So there's, there is a strange stigma about, like, when, like, people... Um, my wife went nuts with this. Like, I swear to God, more people found out from my wife that I had a positive test than I realized she was even friends with. <laughs> and it's weird, the stigma that goes along with this, like, oh, you're positive? Like, it's like a... Well, don't come any closer. Right. It's yeah. weird, dude. It's, it's really weird. And it's like, yeah, but you understand, this is a bullshit test. Like, if the other one comes back positive, I get your response. 
I don't get your response off of this one, right. especially when I have no symptoms. Right. Especially because it didn't go the full 15 minutes. Yeah, and that's the, going back to that. That is this. This is supposed to take 15 minutes. If it's done in five, there's something wrong with your system. So test me again. And I asked, right. do another test. There's there's no way it's it, do a second test. If you here's the thing. If you have, and I brought this up. It's funny. It's the one question I brought up to my ISOG contact. Don't know if he's going to listen to this, but. And I'm sure it's not his decision either. But this is, I'll just speak freely, and they can do whatever they want with whatever I say here. I think it's fucking stupid that if you have a history now at this, within your organization, with these tests producing false positives, if you have somebody who's there, no symptoms, comes up false positive, test ends within five minutes when it's supposed to take 15 Run a second one. Yep. Do it again and see if that one produces a positive. Okay, then you've done two, two are positive in a row. Off you go. If the next one comes back negative, it's negative. Mm -hmm. Like, the Blackhawks are paying for this shit. It's not like it's any fucking money out of your goddamn pocket. Yeah, shit. Run the goddamn test. And how much do they really cost? As many as they're purchasing... You know, these tests, for the, I'm sure they're getting a deal on them. Yeah, because they're buying a huge bulk. They have to. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand that. It's irritating. It cost me three hockey games. So whatever I would have earned for those three hockey games, had I not been paid by my employer, I would have sued the Ice Hawks. Right. <laughs> Luckily, I went and, but I had to go do this test. It was so, you know, it, but it's irritating. Like, you should have to issue me payment for the three games I missed because of your fucking stupid test that didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I don't feel like I'm speaking on a turn. I feel like y you've cost me money. Granted, I got to, you know, do some projects at home, but it's still bullshit. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, the whole thing's stupid. Um, I've actually been told, people, don't, don't go back. I wouldn't go back because, you know, how many times is your real job going to allow you to keep getting... These bullshit tests me off work from your real job. You know, I was like, right. well, I mean, they can't do anything about it. Like, they'd rather me be safe than sorry, but it is shitty, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, how much one... Oh, so then I'll just... I'll end with this. Sorry, there's like a <laughs> mustache hair that's tickling my nostril, and it's driving me nuts. Awesome. Um, that's why I keep doing that. I figured, it's I not figured. like I'm fucking on cocaine. Like the, no, I figured. Video. Um, so, obviously, my kid. So, my wife's working from home when all, you know, because I'm positive. So, everybody's got a fucking quarantine or whatever. So, my kid doesn't go to school. My wife goes and gets a test on Thursday, gets her results on Friday, negative. Get my results, obviously, Saturday night, well, Sunday, Sunday, negative. She calls a school on Monday and says, Okay, so here's the deal. I've tested negative. Dad's tested negative now with a real test. Can the kid return to school? No. Well, we're gonna have to. We're, we're gonna have to, you know, talk to whoever, and and we'll get back to you. So their original thing was on Thursday, was that he he was gonna have to be out of school until. The 29th of March. Keep in mind, when this all went down was on 
March 3rd. So my rapid test positive of March 3rd. He cannot return to school until March 29th. That's a long time. 26 days. It's that, that, that's, that's three like weeks and five days. quarantine times mm-hmm. three. You know what I mean? It's like unnecessary, right? Okay. It's a long time. Can't return until that point. Well, then we get the negatives. Everybody's negative. Nobody has any symptoms. He doesn't have symptoms. They, the school referred to the superintendent of the school district. area, mm-hmm. who then referred to the health department, got an answer from them how they should handle it, and superintendent then called with a response. Uh, the response, Dave, was, if your child goes and gets the test and tests positive, he will then quarantine for 10 days and can return to school after the 10-day quarantine. Okay? But if he doesn't get a test, we're going to acknowledge the original positive test and he can return on the 29th of March. How does that make sense? Exactly. Any everybody I've told is scratches their head because it doesn't make it. So if he tests positive, he can do the quarantine, then return in 10 days. If he doesn't do it, no matter what, they're going to acknowledge the original. Okay, but we've had two negatives immediately afterwards because it was a false positive. Well, the only thing I can think there is, well, it only works for the narrative. Yep. So basically... My kid has to do fucking homeschool now for the entire month of March in order, because he's going to go, if we were to go get tested, he's going to come back negative. Right. So it doesn't, there's no point in doing the test because he's just going to be home until then. It's so stupid. Like, there's a part of me that wants to fucking sue the fucking school district now because in what logical way could you ever decide on this and if it, they're saying it's coming from the health department then i should be able to sue them too because explain to me in any kind of logical thinking how that makes any sense if you have both parents are negative if we had both kids tested negative why wouldn't he then be able to return to school yeah no kidding and even if he didn't get tested would not just a, the normal recommended ten day quarantine be fine? Yeah, why wouldn't it be? So I mean, and then it going doesn't. back to the original day of the third, yeah. And you're looking at the thirteenth or the fourteenth tops. Tops. Yeah, we're gonna add another fifteen but, but, days on that. But what the fuck? Why are we acknowledging the first test? Right. In the event that the day I tested positive on the rapid test, hypothetically, was the first. Or final day of me having COVID. Let's just say. Let's say I had COVID because it was it last 10 days, 7 days, something like that. Let's say I got COVID 10 days prior to the 3rd. And that the 3rd was the final day COVID was still going to be detected within my system. Let's just say I had COVID that whole time. Never had a symptom, nothing. And that was my final day. Hypothetically, that could have been his first day. Mm-hmm. So within 10 days, regardless of the fucking result, it should be... That's it. Right. Tops, which puts you at the 13th. It, it makes no sense. No, it doesn't make any sense, dude, at all. And, and, if, and if then we go get negatives, everybody's negative, 
why why are we choosing not to acknowledge the negatives? That's the big question here. Well, if it's narrative, you have to have the narrative. And they get funding. Fuck yeah, they do. So I should be able to sue because I would like that funding in my bank account. You, you don't get to. I have to be a teacher now, not you. Yeah. Because you want the fucking narrative. You want the funding. Guess what, motherfucker? I'm the teacher. You pay me now. Yeah, you need it's a, such a bullshit, and this is how it goes everywhere. This whole thing is fake, just mm-hmm. so everybody knows. It's fake, and I don't want to hear your bullshit stories. Well, I know somebody that died. Yeah, and they died of something else, yep. and it's been labeled COVID, and they've, if you believe it, they've convinced you you're a sheep. Sorry, end of story. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. This shit is fake. It's a cold. If you get sick, you have a cold or you have the flu. You do not have COVID because COVID doesn't exist. End of story. Let's go to YouTube, Dave. Or not. No, we're going to go to YouTube. Oh, yeah, we're not going to go to YouTube. <laughs> we'll do YouTube next episode. I didn't think the story was going to go that long. Yeah, either did I. I just looked at it when you said Wow. Started. It seemed like it was maybe a half hour. Oh, no. Full hour. <laughs> well, we did 10 minutes bullshit before. This was about 40 minutes, then. Yeah. So it's 10 minutes longer. All right. So, Madlib? Yeah. All right. We don't have time. <laughs> Let's just get into the Mad Lib. Yeah. Number one four. through six. You've already picked four. four. Going from the top of the bottom. From the top. All right. Okay. Oh, these are in. This is, Dave, a National Geographic Kids. It's not even called a Mad Lib. It's a funny fill-in. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Mad Lib's a copyrighted. So we're going to do that, but it's still a Mad Lib. Yeah. My Inside the Earth Adventure. Cool. I won't read you the actual title. Are they sideways? They are. Oh, weird. They're weird. So these are a little bit shorter. Then we'll get into the Rick and Morty. You ready, Dave? Okay. Give me a liquid. Smegma. (laughs) It's funny because these are like geared towards children. I guess Mm -hmm. they all are kind of, but... Yeah, this is like a, it, it's very like child. Mm-hmm. Like you would hand this to my kid. Mm-hmm. It's weird. All right, Smegma. Someday he's gonna get these books out of like my storage, <laughs> and I'm like 95 years old, yeah. and go through it, and he's like, "What the fuck was wrong with my dad?" Mm-hmm. Um, verb ending in s. Yeah. Shits. Shits. Yep. Um. The same liquid, smegma. Um, Verb ending in ing. Masturbating. Give me another one. Fucking. How about a, just a regular verb? Um, Rape. (laughs) Wow. It's pretty regular. It is a regular one. Um, An exclamation. Holy high insurance rates. Holy high insurance rates. Is that copyrighted? No. Doesn't matter. I'll pity the fool. Adjective. Sweaty. It's funny. I was thinking about the song Fat Sweaty Betty. Nice. Today, so it just made me think of that. Uh, Noun, plural. A plural noun. Titties. Three of them. Balls. Whores. Whores. 
All right, a large number. Seven. <laughs> uh, just a noun. Um, crow. Okay. I need a friend's name. Bill. And a silly word. Flart. Flart. Yeah. Adjective. Rapey. This one, Dave, is called Creepy Cave. Mm, okay. It's so cool that Bill and I are partners for our class science project. Today we're hiking through Flart National Park to take photos of balls and write about what shits here. <laughs> so far we have seven pictures of the dirt path and one sweaty photo of some horse. <laughs> we're deep in the woods when... Rapey clouds form above, and smegma begins to pour out of the sky. <laughs> Holy high insurance rates, I shout. We look around for a crow to wait out the storm. Just then, smegma washes away titties. Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't think I've ever done this. Give me an adjective, Dave. Um, How did bloody. I miss this? I don't know, bloody. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll start that sentence over. Just then, Smegma washes away titties covering the opening to a cave. We go inside to dry off, but something feels bloody in here. Shh, do you hear that? Bill asks. We listen to an odd ma- Oh my god. I missed another one. My hand must have been over that spot. Give me animal. Animal? <laughs> An animal. Penguin. How the fuck did I miss two? I don't know. Wow. Uh, do you hear that, Bill asked? We listen to an odd masturbating sound coming from the shadows. <laughs> I rape around and hope it's just a penguin fucking. <laughs> it's a good ending. Yeah. To be fair. It must be your COVID eyes. <laughs> yeah. It's because I have, I had COVID. Apparently. For 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Six minutes. Six minutes, yeah. I had COVID for six minutes. Okay, now let's head into Rick and Morty. Okay. Okay, let's try not fuck this one up. Let's go with a verb. Fuck. Same verb. All right, adjectives. One, two, three, four. Four adjectives. Cummy. Shitty. Stupid. Whiny. Celebrity male. The Rock. You're welcome. Occupation plural. Um, strippers. Article of clothing plural. G-strings. Three nouns. Um, edible underwear. Okay. Nipple ring. Okay. And vagina hair. Okay, this one is called Behind the Music, Get Swifty. Nice. You recall this? We've played this song before. Oh, do we even have a clip? Yeah, we played this song before. Now I'm saying, do we have a new clip? Oh. Hmm. Yeah, maybe not. 
No clip today. Okay. All right, let's read it. Many are familiar with the whiny hit Earth single, Get Swifty, but few know this song's stupid origins. Rick Sanchez and The Rock's career as strippers began when a Cromulon demanded that they show me what you got. Boy, did these two cummy earthlings deliver. It's a song for the ages. Who could forget such shitty lyrics as, Take off your pants and dread G-strings. Fuck on the floor. <laughs> Time to get Swifty in here. Gotta fuck on the edible underwear. Their melodious nipple ring was so popular that they were whisked away to the Cygnus 5 Expanse to perform it live on the popular reality show, Vagina Hair Music. <laughs> That's what we're working with, Dave. VH1 stands for Vagina Hair, by the way. <laughs> there you go. Vagina Hair 1. Is that our title? Vagina hair music? Um, I don't know. Let's see here. I like the masturbating penguin sound thing. Or a fucking penguin. Or we listen to an odd masturbating sound coming from the shadows. Odd masturbating sound coming from the shadows? Yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. I think hiking through Flart National Park. That's good, too. <laughs> okay. Hiking through Flart National Park. Odd masturbating sound coming from the shadows. Or uh, take off your pants and G-strings. Vagina hair music. I'm, I'm torn between Flart National Park and vagina hair music. You pick. I'm going to go Flart National Park. We're going to go with that. All right. Please subscribe to the Detour Podcast Network on iTunes, and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search Detour Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the Detour Podcast Network, spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method, and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. Where can I buy a director's chair? Amazon. Where can I buy Welcome Back Cotter on DVD? Amazon. Where can I buy that Humping Animals adult coloring book with a dog fucking a chicken on the back? Amazon. Go to d2rpn.com and click the Amazon banner. Buy an oven mitt. Sometimes to ease a shitty day, you got to listen to podcasts. Well, you're in luck. The D2R Podcast Network is full of life-changing podcasts. Whether you're dealing with a shitty boss, a pissed-off spouse, or a cat shitting in your milk, we've got you covered. Go to D2RPN.com now, but check with your doctor if you have a heart condition, male pattern baldness, female mustache, muffin top, 
or if you have three or more nipples. Side effects may include anal leakage, erections lasting less than four hours, spontaneous combustion, heroin addiction, gratuitous fisting, and blindness. Seek immediate medical attention if your penis falls out. The D2R Podcast Network. Viva Podcast!